If you are someone who's looking to learn more about fertility awareness method for natural birth control or conception, and you're ready to finally get to the root of hormone imbalances for good, this is the podcast for you. The cool thing is fertility awareness method is here for you in all seasons of your life. When you're looking to prevent pregnancy, when you're ready to conceive, and when you want to use it postpartum. So if you're in the phase of your life where you are looking for a natural form of birth control without all the hormones, head on over to my free training, nourishedwithnina.com slash fam training for all of the information. All right, let's go ahead and hop right into this new episode. Wine and Shine podcast, episode eight. I know it's the season of obligations and you feel like you got to go to that company Christmas party and you got to go to that cookie exchange and you got to go to... Feel like you have to stay at the in-laws for a week. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You can honor yourself and... I mean, don't be a Scrooge. If you're supposed to go to, you know, see your parents or whatever, go. But it's up to you how long you stay and what you do at that time. That's all on you. Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Welcome back to the Wine and Shine podcast. Today on episode eight, we are going to be discussing self-care and the holidays because we just finished up Thanksgiving and Christmas is right around the corner. And believe it or not, even though this time of the month is supposed to be super relaxing and we're supposed to be enjoying time with family and friends and eating, it actually can be kind of stressful. Yeah, we have a lot of demands, I think, from people and different events, lots of commitments. And I think any time that we're saying, you know, we're pulled in different directions, it's going to cause stress. Yeah. And your, you know, your routine is changed up, Mm -hmm. which can be hard too. Traveling is always exhausting. Family can be (laughs) exhausting. Yeah. It's just a lot that goes into this season. Money can be exhausting during this time. And so I just think it's really important that you know, we discuss ways to keep up with your self-care practice even during the holidays, even when you're traveling, even when you're with family. Because, you know, if you let that slide, then inevitably you're going to get sick or, you know. Undo some stuff right. that you work towards. Yeah. So before we hop into the episode, we of course want to do our wine review. We do. I don't know how to say this wine. So what do you think about it, Nina? Because we've already been sampling it. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. It's good. It tastes like Christmas. I will say that I've had a cold for three weeks, which is also why we didn't record last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of stuffed up and I can't really taste that Aww. well. But I taste the sweetness in this It's wine. only $7.99, so get it another time. So this is, I can't figure out what it's called. It's Gerstocker Glühwein. <laughs> it's in a green bottle. It's in a green bottle um, with a... By what, what, Nuremberg. What are those women called with the horn? Like the opera women with the horns on their head? Viking women? Yeah. Like she's got Viking? a crown. Oh, okay. She's Not royal. A, she's a, Brav- a Bavarian princess. Oh. <laughs> I don't actually know. She says a crown. I'm over here thinking she's some Viking opera singer woman. Do you know the song Jeanette Isabella? Bring a torch to Jeanette Isabella. I don't. 
What? It's a great Christmas song. I don't know it. English Carol. You should listen to okay. it. Anyway, this woman reminds me of Jeanette Isabella. So this this wine is from Germany? It is from Germany. It um, tastes European. It's grape wine with spices added. Ooh, it's 10%. What spices? Does it say what spices? I don't know, but I'm assuming just your standard mold, like cinnamon, cloves. Well, it definitely tastes more spicy to me. I'm curious what they have in here. I can definitely tell there's cinnamon. Let's see. It's your fave. You love, I love this it. wine. It says secret spices, so they're not going to tell us. Ooh. They can't tell. And they secret recommend perhaps heating it. But I don't... Have you had mold wine like heated? You know I what? I don't love You know hot why wine. I think I don't love this as much? It's kind of... Um, it tastes kind of like mead, meaty to mm. me, which is very honey-based. I bet yeah. you it has honey in I'm it. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. You know, I was wondering though, why don't they ever put calories on wine bottles? Because they don't want you to know. <laughs> I asked this before Zach and I split this bottle, which is one liter of wine. And 10%. Go you. Yeah, I ordered all of my presents on Amazon that night. I put on Christmas Vacation, the mm, movie. Drank some wine. Drank ordered a whole your half a bottle of wine. Christmas presents. Nope, it was on Amazon. Probably bought too much. I love it. Yeah. So what will we rate this on Vivino, where um, you can find us? I think, you know, why don't you give it the rating? Because you really like it. I personally would give it... Maybe a three. You know, okay. I think it's a good wine. Like when I taste it, I feel like people would probably want to rate it around a four. Mm-hmm. But because I just don't love it that much, I want to give it a little bit lower. But it's a good wine yeah. if you're into this style of wine. I feel like it's a very... I would never drink this any other time other than this month. Like it's it's a very Christmassy right. kind of wine. And it's definitely sweet. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, that's. is, I'm, I'm going to give it a four... For I'm, no, I'm with what you. it is for being seasonal and festive. Yeah. It has cinnamony hints to it. Honey. What's up? Why are you smiling at the bottle? <laughs> cinnamony. <laughs> cinnamony. <laughs> I make up my own lingo. It's it was fine. just like cinnamony. It's totally fine. Yeah. If you're into this kind of thing. But if you look at the bottle, like, can you read that? I can't even tell what that says. I can't even read the letters. When you're looking Murnberger. for the bottle. Look for like old English German that you can't read. It's $7.99. I got this at Meyer. There's like a church on the front of it. Yeah. And a Viking slash Bavarian queen. Princess. princess. (laughs) So there you go. We are going to rate this on Vivido. We're going to go with the four. Thanks. If you like it. I think people will feel very strongly about it one way or the other. Like, ew, this is too sweet. Not my kind of deal. It's definitely like you like it or you don't. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to keep drinking it. Do it. I will too. <laughs> of course, because it's, it's sitting here. in front of me. And it's and it's wine. Okay, so let's get into our thoughts on self-care. Yeah, I think before we start, I hate to say like, remember the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. But that's really this, I mean, step back. I think we can get really easily lost in travel and plans and family and gifts and parties and all the other stuff. And like I said earlier, people pulling us in all these different directions and It is a time, you know, right before the new year to reflect on what's been great this year and, you know, what you cherish, you know, spend time with loved ones. It is a really special time of year. Um, So I think it's important to remember that, you know, when you start to feel stressed, that's a place to go back to. Like, this isn't the time of year that's supposed to stress everyone out. Yeah. Again, don't feel like beholden to what you are supposed to or not supposed to do, but 
you know, it is supposed to be a reflective kind of time. No, I agree. And you're right. Every time you are feeling some sort of negative emotion, it's always good to counteract it with a positive. So, you know, like you said, if you're feeling a little bit anxious or if you're feeling stressed out or whatever, you know, the case may be, just step back and think, well, what is the reason for the season, Mm -hmm. right? I'm here to spend time with my family. I'm here to make memories with my husband or I'm here to just enjoy friendship and wine, you know? Mm -hmm. There are always positives. I mean, it's a happy season. It is. Tis the season. Tis the season. To be jolly. (laughs) La la. Uh, I'm also always aware that although it is the season to be jolly, it's also really a hard time for families, especially people who have lost loved ones Mm -hmm. during this time or people that struggle with depression and anxiety. It can be really hard during these months because you feel all this pressure to be happy or to be feeling a certain way, you know? Right, and you may not be feeling that way. Yeah, and so I guess you always have to honor that too, you know? So even though you're supposed to remember, yes, this is a time for me to be happy, you know, honor the way that you're feeling. Like, if you're having a bad day or if you're having a tough time, it's okay to sit there and and be okay in that. You know, you don't right. have to feel a certain way. Exactly. But yeah, a couple of things. I don't know. I think there's just some go-to things we should be doing just to take care of ourselves during this season. I think the first one for me starts with food and what I'm putting in my body. So we just came out of Thanksgiving and I don't know about you, but I had two Thanksgivings. I did too. Yeah. So at the end of it, I just felt awful. Like I I love, I love, you know, me some sweet potato casserole. Like that's all great. But at the end of it, I was like, I don't feel, I don't want to keep eating leftovers and keep doing this. So I think for me, my self-care tip in terms of what I'm putting in my body um, is, you know, eat when it's there. Like if you go to a holiday party and there's queso and, you know, no one brought a single vegetable, don't freak out. Like eat what's there. Maybe not eat in excess, but just know that if you're trying to, you know, if you're on any kind of diet or Mm. watching any kind of... Uh, certain food, know that it, have some grace for yourself and know this may not be the season or the time to be super down on yourself if you don't, you know, eat gluten-free 100% of the time or whatever it might be that you're doing. Yeah, that's kind of hard for me because I feel like I've been trying to watch what I put into my body just because I've been really working to balance my hormones. And I get kind of stressed about if I eat bad for a day or if I eat bad for a week or whatever, I'm going to mess up the whole system I've been working on, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I know that's not realistic. I know that's not going to happen. I feel like it takes a lot more to undo the work. If you've been putting in months, like I know you have, you know, months to months or however long it's been, I think it'll take more than a day or a week to undo all that. No, it's so true. It is true. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I've been working so hard and it does take your body a while to get back on the balanced track, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and it's not like I've been doing this for a year. It's been a, a few months, you know? But I know that when I went home for Thanksgiving, I really did try to make conscious choices. So I chose like the grilled chicken or I just had some a small portion of mashed potatoes. Like I took a small portion of everything. That's what I did. And I didn't take the bread, you know? And I didn't take the casseroles that had all of the extra stuff on them. I tried to stick to, I guess, as close to a whole foods diet I could, but mm-hmm. which wasn't totally realistic because, you know, everything had additives in it right. for Thanksgiving. 
you know, and then at the end of dinner, when everybody was having dessert, I did take a small piece of pumpkin pie. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do that, I need to honor my choice in doing that. I don't need to beat myself up about it. I don't need to feel bad because, you know, your digestion and the way your body responds to food has a lot to do with how you're mentally responding to the food you're putting in your body. Yeah, I'm sure you can psych your body out. Oh my gosh, it's a huge link. It's a huge link. If you are eating that pumpkin pie and you're thinking this is going to be terrible for me, what am I doing? I'm so dumb. I'm going to have all this sugar that I never eat. Why am I doing this? Your body is going to feel upset. Your digestive tract is going you're to making be making yourself upset with stress. Yeah, and you know it's it's worse for you that way than just to say I'm going to choose to eat this right now, and I know it's not like the most nutritious thing for my body, but it's going to taste flipping good, and mm-hmm. I'm going to feel great while I'm eating it, and I'm going to enjoy it because I don't eat it all the time. I think the I was talking to my cousin um, last weekend. He actually is a like a personal trainer. And I was talking about nutrition and he said um, a good rule to follow. And I've heard this before is the 80-20 rule. And I think this is a great time of year to follow that. I hear that all the time. You know, if you're doing well 80% of the time, 20%, like it's going to be okay. And really those times that you're at, you know, a cookie exchange or your family for Christmas, that that really probably this month will only be about 20% of the time. So just go ahead and, and enjoy it and don't don't get caught up and owned by the food. People want you to, people make that food with love. They want you to enjoy it. It is, yeah. Food during the season is made with love. Yeah, I completely agree. The other important thing is just to know your body, right? So if you have a sensitive body like I do, know that you're not gonna really feel that great the next day mentally and physically if you go overboard. If you're Mm -hmm. not used to eating all the sweets and you're not used to eating really heavy meals, don't feel like you have to do that at the or at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, because that's Mm -hmm. where we're coming up to. You don't have to do that, you know? But if you choose to, just don't feel bad about it. I think on the flip side, I've read a lot of blogs lately because I follow a bunch of nutrition bloggers right now. Most of their blogs are about not feeling bad for choosing to eat your normal way over the holidays. Because a lot of times, I grew up in an Italian family they push the food on you, you know, like eat, eat. Why aren't you eating the cookie? Like, why aren't you having this? Why aren't you having the pasta? You know, and it's okay. Unfortunately, I was going to say, no one really monitors what you eat, but I guess in your situation, that's not true. People are like, yeah, how much of the lasagna did you take? And it's okay to be like, oh, I'm fine. You know, and it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to work you up. It doesn't have to make you feel bad. Um, I guess what I'm saying is like, if you're choosing to go all out and forego your diet or whatever, do it and do it with love and give yourself grace. But if you're also choosing to still be healthy during this time, just own whatever you do. Exactly. And I think it's important to remember we're coming up on a time, you know, I have around the first of the year, we all get real like, this is the year that we're going to X, Y, Z. So you're actually gearing up for a time where you're probably going to be very aware of what you're doing either to your body or to your finding, you know, whatever it is you're resolving to do. So, you know, in terms of health, yeah, you might have a few weeks of not so greatness, but you're, I'm sure if you're anything like me gearing up for treating your body with love and kindness. And really it's ultimately about balance, right? I mean, we should be trying to achieve this balance throughout the whole year, Mm -hmm. not just at Christmas time Mm -hmm. or not just at Thanksgiving time or not just at the new year, Mm -hmm. right? This should be something that we're trying to actively work on throughout all 365 days of the year. Finding balance between, yes, I'm going to eat healthy in the majority, 80% of the time and 20% of the time, if I'm not going to, then I'm not going to feel bad about it. And it's okay. And life goes on. And the same thing goes for working out. 
which mm-hmm. is another part of this self-care list that I was kind of going over is I think it's important that if you're a workout person, if you work out, you know, daily or whatever during the week, try and hold that through the holidays as well. Like you can find time to fit in those important pieces while you're traveling, whether yeah. that be finding a local gym, if that's what you want to do, or just YouTube. popping on a YouTube mm-hmm. video and doing a little cardio hit, you know, exercise in your mother-in-law's bedroom. Like, I don't know. You can find the time. I'm a big proponent of keeping your routine as consistent as possible. Yes. Because our bodies need routine. Our bodies crave routine. So I think there's a fine line between like having grace for yourself this time of year and being like, screw it. I'm going to do what I want. Like find some healthy... I think it goes for food and working out too, for sure. Yeah. Because I know for me, if I totally lose everything I've been working towards, I just feel off I just feel off for a while until I kind of get back on. But again, if you're somebody that can do that, you know, if you're somebody that's like, I'm letting it all go for Mm -hmm. this week, I'm not doing anything. And that's good for your soul. And that's, you know, gives you a mental break and a physical break. You know, just like we've been talking about, own that decision afterwards. Don't beat yourself up afterwards. Yeah, if you can't, like, you know, if you're, if you're flying, if you, you know, want to do something at families and you're just too busy cooking and mm-hmm. spending time with family, don't beat yourself up if circumstances outside of your control make you unable to do what you want to do. I know I do that. You know, it's you you have to be understanding that we all have these ideas of what we should do or want to do. And sometimes those get foiled by circumstances or other people or, you know, whatever. Well, here's some things that have worked for me because uh, it's so important for me to try and keep these routines as I travel. One big thing that I make sure to do every day, even when I'm traveling, is I make sure to get in my 10 minutes of meditation in the morning. And that's just pull up my YouTube video on my phone. And a lot of times if everybody's downstairs eating breakfast or something, or we're just getting up and everybody's kind of doing their thing. I'll just take a moment in the bed by myself and I'll just take my 10 minutes. Or um, after I shower and I'm getting ready, I'll sit down after I've gotten ready and I'll take my 10 minutes. You know, just finding little ways to sneak it in. It doesn't have to be a whole half an hour of Mm -hmm. meditation, you know? I think especially because the chaos of family stuff that time of year, like I'm just picturing Christmas day and things I know that happen like... People are up early cooking. People are getting ready to come over. I mm-hmm. feel like you need to be in the best possible mindset oh, to yeah, start for the sure. day to get ready for that. Especially because I don't know about you, but sometimes I get anxiety mm-hmm. with with family things. Um, just overwhelmed with you know co- conversation for eight, ten, twelve hours. Well, you don't have a moment to. Th- There's no to moment think for of you. yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you do. You kind of lose yourself. That's why it's called a self care practice. I mean, you have to daily. Practice these things. Remind yourself, okay, let me listen to my body. Let me listen to my mind today. What do I need today? But when you're with family and you're like in eight hours of conversation all day, you don't have time to think about that. So all of a sudden, when you go to bed and you're feeling all of this pent up anxiety, you're Mm -hmm. feeling super exhausted or whatever, it's because you haven't been listening to what your body needs you to do, you know? I also like to, I, I hope it doesn't come off as rude, but sometimes I just like to take a walk a jaunt around the block. And I have a dog, so he needs a walk anyway. It's just convenient. But a lot of times I'm like, I need a moment to myself. I'll put on some headphones, just 10 minutes just to get out. Because people are, you know, in and out, Mm -hmm. grabbing this, doing that. And sometimes I hope it doesn't come off as rude, but... I think the older we get, the less people think it's rude. 
I don't know why. I feel like for me, I feel like the older I get, people are just like, oh yeah, she's just doing her thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't seem weird. Like maybe because we're more mature. And so if we're leaving for 10 minutes or if we're like up in the bedroom for 10 minutes, medit- you know, like if we're doing something, it's like, okay. Right. Like that makes sense. Like she has a reason for doing what she's doing. Cody's mom likes to walk too. So I know that a lot of times I'll even ask her like, hey, do you want to go on a walk? And we'll bundle up and we'll go walk for two miles, you know? If you have somebody in your family that wants to do that, um, I know my mom walks too. Like, I'm going to ask her when I'm home, like, hey, do you want to go on a walk with Jackson, my puppy, (laughs) you know? Just find somebody there in the family that might want to do some sort of mild physical activity with you. Yeah, it's good for your body and it gets you out. Um, Because days of that environment can just get... for me personally, I think I have a lot of introverted tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just get kind of exhausted with all of the the interaction. I'm definitely an extrovert, but I've noticed that the same thing happens to me. I just, sometimes just the thought of having to keep up conversation or mm-hmm. having to keep up with the energy of everybody uh, really exhausts me more than I think it does. Like towards the end of the night, I'm just done, you know? And I haven't really done much that day. But when I think about it, I'm putting myself at a higher energy level, trying to visit and trying to socialize and, you know, with everybody that's there. Do you meditate in the evening too or just the morning? I I try to do both. I, so last week I did meditate before bed, but only once. I've been reading before bed is kind of what I've been doing. That's another good relaxation kind of taking you out of the environment that maybe has caused you stress throughout the day, like going to a different world through books. Yeah. And I I have a nutritional therapist. She's really awesome. Um, And we were just talking about my morning and my evening routine. And I realized I have a pretty solid morning routine like that works for me, meditation, breakfast, you know, listen to a podcast on the way to work. It's like a really great routine, but I don't really have a good bedtime routine. And she was saying how important that is just to teach your body and to tell your body it's okay to wind down. And she was just saying like, you know, whether that's maybe like taking a bath or even like putting some essential oil on Mm -hmm. or putting some lotion on and then like reading a book or doing a meditation or doing a little nighttime yoga and just like getting it under your covers and just talking to yourself, saying a prayer before bed, you know, whatever it is just to tell your body it's okay to start shutting down. One thing I have read is it makes it very hard for you to get out of a heightened level of anxiety if you check your phone before bed. So I've been trying to like set a time for my phone to be off. And if I go to bed at 1030 or whatever it is, you know, 930 comes the last hour, I'm not looking at it. Because I've read that having your phone out makes it A, harder for you to fall asleep and B, keeps you that connected to another world of potential stress or... or It's kind of hard for me because I like to kind of go through Pinterest sometimes before bed and I'll, I'll look up quotes. Like I've looked up Mm. bedtime quotes before, like nighttime prayers or whatever. And it kind of soothes me. I don't know. I like that sort of calming inspiration before bed, but on the flip side, I'm like, I shouldn't be on my phone. You know, I should be doing something with the electronics put aside. Maybe I'm sure there's a book somewhere of like nighttime meditation or something that you can find. Though I do love Pinterest. I know. I do. But you're right. There probably is a book. And again, bringing it back to the self-care thing, if you have a book or if you have something that you do routinely... Take it with you. Take it with you. Yeah. No need to reinvent the wheel when you're home or away from home. Mm -hmm. Just a couple of other thoughts, you know, that I've had is... Water is so ridiculously important during this time. 
I am really, I'm the worst about drinking water. I'm real, like, I don't drink it. I'm forcing myself to drink it lately because I just keep hearing, and my nutritional therapist is like, you need to drink more water. Our body craves water, it needs water. <laughs> like, and we don't give it. I give do it that was like drink wine and hope that my body gets the water from this wine. Okay, wine is dehydrating. So, well, damn it. It's just it's drink a some liquid, water. Dang drink it. some water with your wine. That's what I do when I'm going out, so I guess I could I didn't bring any up here. Look at you. You have your wine in your water I and do. I'm just I I'm over here have, nursing it by myself. I actually do have a cup of water and wine right now. I've really been actively trying to drink more water, but it just, it helps you especially not get sick during this time. Yes. Like I got the sore throat. I had the cough. I still have the congestion. And all I kept hearing was drink more water, drink more water. You know, everything is so dry during this time. So Mm -hmm. if you're drinking more on the holidays, just keep a bottle of water with you. You know, I think that's another point going a little bit back to the food and, and maybe trying not to make the whole month of December like a eat everything cookie fest. Yeah. You know, really looking at it is the time that we're likely to get sick, especially because we're around so many people. We're traveling and, you know, airports and all those places are just filthy. So I think taking steps to eat healthy and drink water it's a really important time and to avoid your stress. Yes, to avoid your body saying, "Nope, I can't handle whatever this sickness is," and becoming susceptible to it. Right? No, that's the whole thing. Water, managing your stress, and making sure you're not crazily changing up your diet will at least help you not get sick. You know, mm-hmm. your body will be a little bit more on your side if you're doing some nice things to it. I think we should talk a little bit about spirituality too, and continuing that. Oh my through- gosh. Anything that you're doing from a speed, I think it goes hand in hand with, for me, stress management and meditation. But I think keeping that side of you engaged is important. And that's something you can very easily do to yourself. You don't have to involve, you know, people in it. But Right. Well, I know I have a couple go-to YouTube channels. And I guess I'm kind of switching gears a little bit to yoga here, but it is definitely a spiritual practice mm-hmm. for me. My go-tos are Sarah Beth Yoga and Boho Beautiful. Um, I might have said this on another podcast. I don't know. But they have some really great 10, 15, 20-minute yoga videos that you can just do, play on your phone, and do in your bedroom, you know? And that kind of helps me like get in tune with my body and get in tune with my spiritual side. And of course, the meditations mm-hmm. and journaling. Oh, gosh. That's another huge thing that has helped me tremendously. And I bring my journal with me. Um, if I, I even like bring it with me in the living room when I'm at Cody's parents' house, if we're all just hanging out, I'll just have my journal with me. And if I have a thought, I'll write it down. Nobody needs to know. It's really, have I told you what happened now that I started journaling? Mm-mm. So I hadn't been doing it. I've only done it a few times. I did not realize how emotionally constipated mm. I was until I started writing things out and I found I was so I love that you're saying this this is awesome <laughs> I was so much more able to express myself because I kind of had already done it mm-hmm. like I had a, I was having some issues with Zach nothing major but something that we were dealing with and I didn't know what to do about it so I just journaled about it 
and released it all. I did. And it yeah. put me in a, I knew exactly then what I wanted to say to him when, when he got home. And we were able to have a really, really good conversation. And things have been very, very different and wonderful since then. So I think that journaling in particular, if it's anything like that for other people, you know, if you're having any kind of frustrations throughout the holidays, like letting it out so that yep. if you have to, unfortunately, have any kind of boundary setting conversations with family or, or anything that you would have to deal with, you've already kind of gotten that thought out into the void yeah, to deal with. You'll be less reactive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think journaling, it's a private thing. Nobody has to read your journal. It's all you. You can write whatever you want. You can flip and tear that page out and burn it afterwards if you want to, you know? Just like let out all of your feelings and process them that way. Um, It's been so helpful for me too, because I feel like a lot of times we're stuck in our head and we're spinning Mm -hmm. our wheels and we're just talking to ourselves. But when you write it out, it's like, I don't know. It's a way of processing your thoughts. Um, And it's just different. It just gets the emotions out in a different way. You're able to connect with how you're really feeling, which is important because I think you know, as, as we get more stressed out, which this time of year we've, we've agreed is stressful. Yeah. You're not able to, a lot of times I'm not able to really identify those emotions when they're happening to me until I sit down and and take a beat and reflect. And I find that I've become better at knowing, okay, this is how I feel frustrated now, or I feel Mm -hmm. before I was just feeling these feelings and not really able to identify them. And because I couldn't identify them, I couldn't do anything about them. Oh my gosh. My little, (laughs) are you, is your heart exploding? Yes. My little (laughs) spiritual meditative person inside is like jumping for joy. It's the best feeling in the world to finally be able to think or to say to yourself, I'm feeling frustrated and I know, and I now have the tools to identify why, you know, and make Mm -hmm. these connections. Mm -hmm. I love that you're saying that. And that's again, why it's important to not drop these things when you're traveling for the holidays, or even if you're not traveling, we keep saying traveling because we travel for the holidays. We do. But even if you're just staying at home and just like seeing extra people, you Mm -hmm. know, it's so important to keep these tools and self-care practices during this time. You know, one thing I've, really benefited from lately. I read this in a blog. I don't remember what it is, but I will put it in the show notes. So yeah. that I, <laughs> when I figured out, he said, you know, we're so bad about thinking everything is all about us. Like traffic is making us mm-hmm. late. And that's one thing I've tried to take into my interactions as I deal with people and situations lately is take a step back and be like, it's not all about me. Yes. Like, what can I do in this moment? I've tried traffic is the one I'm really trying hard to work with. Like, you know, maybe someone cuts me off. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they have somewhere important to be. Zach had this happen at Meyer. Someone cut in front of him, um, a, a guy and his like 11 year old daughter. And he's like, instead of getting upset about it, he was like, you know, maybe they have someone, somewhere really important for the holidays to be right now. Maybe mm-hmm. they, you know, they didn't see me. And why not think of it that way? You yeah. know, like what? what's the difference? If you choose to think of it in a negative light or if you choose to think of it in a positive light, you're going to be way happier if you choose to think of it in a positive oh, yeah. light. So why not? You know? So I'm thinking like, you know, the ho- like I'm thinking like airports, again, back to travel, but situations where you're like, oh, you know, security, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're just doing their jobs yeah. and they're trying the best they can, just like we all are. So there's no use in continually getting upset about all of the potential roadblocks or frustrations you may face this season. Like, Preach. 
The, I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> you just gotta, everyone's just trying to do their best. And that's my new motto, by the way. Have I told you that? No, preach. Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> preach <laughs> that too. No, my new motto is whenever I think a negative thought about somebody or I'm just, I don't know, I guess judging somebody mm-hmm. else, I'm just trying to catch myself and think that person's just trying to do their best. That person is living their life to their best of their ability. Mm-hmm. And that's all, I mean, it changes my whole perspective on it because they are, we all are. It's not all about you. Nobody's trying to live a terrible life, you know? And and when someone cuts you off in traffic or when someone, you know, I don't know, I can't think of a better example than that. It's not, they're not thinking about you. You know, if someone inconveniences you, if there's a long line at the post office over the holidays where people are, it's not about you, right? It's about everyone really is thinking about them. So, and that's our whole problem. Yeah. As we got to start getting out of our own heads, you know, I would say, you know, when you face those kind of holiday frustrations, because there really are a lot of them, you know, like malls are crazy. If you have to go run errands, it's like busy city. Everything's busy. Everything's crowded. People are rushing. Right. So expect it, know what's coming and say, okay, I can't, make traffic go away. I can't make this line shorter. I can't make there be less people in this store. And I could choose to be negative about it, but what's that going to do? I can only control what I say, do, and think. So I'm going to do, say, and think positive things. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And that'll help get you through. I was meditating yesterday and I actually had this huge revelation And it was like, something was telling me, Nina, you need to stop controlling. And I guess I don't realize how often I try and control, but I try and control my mood. You know, I try and Mm -hmm. control the way that I feel, what I put in my body. I try and control the way my kids are going to react at school. I try and control my finances. I try and control... Um, my relationship, you know, and I'm not saying like I'm this like, I'm making myself sound like super crazy, like control freak woman, but it's just in minor things, you know, and I need to stop, you know, I need to let go. Like that's the whole, I need to get out of my head. You can't control. Actually, I have a really wonderful business coach and we just talked about this. It's funny. You said that I just had a very similar revelation on Friday, um, a couple days ago you can't control people in situations. Like I said, that's where I got that. You can only control what you think, mm-hmm. say, and do. Like all you control is how you react to yeah. things, the story you tell yourself, how you deal with adversity. And the thing that I thought was interesting is that I don't know if you do this, but I want to control all of these areas of my life. You know, my my marriage, my finances, my health, Same. all these things. Same. For me, largely because I want to look like I want to appear to the general public like I have it all together. But what's funny is when you do that, when you're trying to manipulate situations and have your hand in everything, people can actually see that you're doing that. You're not as transparent as Mm -hmm. you think when you're trying to control everything. People can pick up on it pretty easily. And then you've defeated the whole purpose. Like this perception, this world you're trying to create Mm -hmm. of being in control of everything, everyone sees through it and all they see is someone that's trying to control everything. Yeah. So it's 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 really futile. It doesn't serve you in any way. I don't know if mine is necessarily that I want to paint a picture for everybody else. I feel like mine is this weird like standard I I hold for myself. Like 
Nina, you need to be happy all the time. Nina, you need to be positive all the time. Nina, you're not allowed to sit and lay on the couch or Nina, you need to be kind to Cody and your relationship needs to be this and that. Like it's all for myself, you know? And that's so selfish. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like I need to be this certain way. And then when I'm not, or when I don't feel a certain way or I'm not working out and I feel like I should be or whatever the case may be, then I get frustrated and I kind of start to beat myself up. And that's the whole, and then I, and then it all gets worse. You know, I think I've just kind of been saying universe, I'm just going to let you take it. Like, I'm going to stop worrying about this. There is nothing I can do to control inevitably what's going to happen in my life. I mean, yes, there are steps I can take to make my life better or, you know, not make my life better. But like in the grand scheme of things, life is going to go on the way it goes on. So I need to to release all of that control and just let the universe do its thing. I also, that's, I've kind of been, come to a similar place lately. Um, I'm reading this wonderful book called, oh, it's not called The Good Life Project, but it's by Jonathan Fields and mm-hmm. How to Live a Good Life. It's part of The Good Life Project. It's wonderful. But he talks about our lives being separated into three buckets. So there's vitality, oh, which I is love like this. your yes, health, I know your... You're- mentality, all of that, your contribution. So how you contribute to society, be it work or your volunteerism, whatever, and your relationships. So how you interact with people, coworkers, you know, family, marriage, et cetera. The goal is basically these are three buckets and we do activities that fill them and drain them. And really our natural state, the way if we just didn't do anything, they'd all be drained. You have to put effort into all three of those Mm -hmm. categories to have them filled in some way. But you will never have all three of them at full level all the time. It's this kind of like up and down, you know, flow in each bucket. Like right now, He actually has a quiz you can take to like see where you're at. Right now, my relationship bucket and my contribution bucket are are decent, you know, Mm -hmm. they're pretty full-ish, but my vitality one is low. And I know that because I haven't, I've focused on those other things and I haven't been taking care of my body. I'm starting to, I've Mm -hmm. taken some steps, but um, I haven't done it the way I want to. And so you just, you know, focus on filling that back up. Probably when you do that, maybe contributional. It's just a balancing act. I think what's hard is people always want to have all the buckets full. Right, but you can't. Yeah. You just have to let go and That's say, the I balancing. can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I know me and Cody have talked about that too. He'll say, when I feel like work's going really well, I feel like um, in our relationship, we're fighting more. Mm-hmm. Or And I'm in the same boat, you know? It's just... Knowing that not everything has to be running at 100% all of the time. Again, I don't think our bodies can even take that. No, absolutely not. Like, I think our brains would explode. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And I think, again, that's like bringing it back to the holidays, right? You're not going to be giving the 100% you give to all the other life activities that you do most of the year. Like, during this time, some things are going to fall to the side. And that's okay. That'll be okay. I think an important thing to remember too, kind of uh, on a different topic a little bit, is you're not obligated. I know it's the season of obligations and you feel like you got to go to that company Christmas party and you got to go to that cookie exchange and you got to go to... Feel like you have to stay at the in-laws for a week. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You can honor yourself and... I mean, don't be a Scrooge. If you're supposed to go to, you know, see your parents or whatever, go. But it's up to you how long you stay and what you do at that time. That's all on you. And and 
any pressure that you put on yourself to do activities you don't enjoy or that are going to deplete you in some way, that's just going to worsen any kind of state you're in. Yeah. And if you're forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do, you're going to be emotionally draining your, your energy. And add that on top of everything else, you know, you're going to get sick. When I'm emotionally draining my energy, that's when I get sick. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is really important to to listen to yourself. Like if you don't want to go and stay at your in-laws for four days, or you don't want to go visit Aunt Susie in, you know, wherever she lives, like you don't have to do that. I guess I get what you're saying. Don't be a Scrooge, right? You right. don't want to, you don't want to just be like, Peace like, out, be like, family. bye, Grandma. Yeah. See ya. Don't want <laughs> right. to hang with you today. Right. But again, find your balance, you know? I think we always are trying to please other people at the expense of ourselves. And I think it's really important just to remember during this time, like, yes, you want your mom to be happy. Yes, you want grandma to be happy. Yes, you want Aunt Susie to be happy. But at the same time, you don't want to give of yourself to all of these people to make them happy. And then you're leaving yourself feeling sick and depleted. You well, know, I find myself, if that's the situation where I don't really want to, you know, maybe I'm supposed to spend six days somewhere and I don't really want to, whatever it might be. They don't really get the best version of me, the people that I'm trying to please. If I, you know, going up for a holiday party or something, they're not going to get 100% of me because I don't really want to be there. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it's kind of, they may not see it that way, but it's really best for both. I think this probably has more to do with a lot of the friend parties we see, Mm -hmm. ugly sweater things, you know. Family's kind of hard to get around, but you can certainly make it on your terms. Well, and I personally love going to visit my family, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think if you go with like a positive attitude and you go knowing your boundaries, like discuss it with your husband or boyfriend, or maybe it's just you, I don't know, but... um, Get your game plan. Yeah, get your game plan. We're going to stay here for two days and then we're going to stay here for two days and then we're going to go home, you know, and then enjoy your time while you're there. And just like food, own that decision. Yeah. Like this is what I've decided to do. I'm not going to let anybody guilt me. I feel good about my choice. Yeah. So I think we should go away from this podcast with three big things that we should take with us on this holiday season. So I think we should, for our listeners, wrap up in a little package for them, the three things they should take away from self-care during the holiday season. I agree. I think the one major thing, the first thing you should probably think about is what you're going to do as far as your food and your health go. So I think you need to make your game plan before you leave, before you start doing anything for the holidays. And commit. Yep, and commit. Decide, I'm going to eat all the food and I'm going to love it and I'm going to just not care. And then I'm not going to feel bad about it. Or I'm going to stick to my diet as close as I can. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to have small portions. I'm going to whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And then stick to that. And then also be prepared to tell your family if you're doing that, you know, like I'm not going to be eating these certain things and just know that that's okay. So like go in with your food game plan. And then on the same note, go in with your spiritual mental game plan. Absolutely. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get your YouTube videos lined up? Think about where you want to maybe do some workouts while you're there. 
Think about asking your mother-in-law to go on the walk before you even get there, just so that you can kind of feel like you have these things lined up. When are you going to meditate if you're a meditator? When are you going to fit in some yoga? When are you going to sit down and maybe say a prayer to yourself or talk to the, you know, whatever you do, plan these things out beforehand so you feel comfortable and confident that you can kind of keep your same schedule. Third, I would say don't let the people you're with or the situations you find yourself in own you. You own them. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of relates back to that. But don't do anything because you feel like you need to. There's a fine line between courtesy and giving too much of yourself. So don't let any person pressure you or any feeling like you have to be present at a certain event pressure you if that's not going to best serve you the month of December or long-term. Right. Ultimately, just listen to yourself, listen to your mind, your body. Don't forget that it's trying to give you some signs, trying to tell you what it needs. It's a busy time. It's a crazy time. It's a fun, loving time. But, you know, we always have to have our our self-care and our best interests at heart so that we stay healthy and safe during this holiday season. I'm going to implore you listeners to get on social media, reach out to us and let us know how you self-care for the holidays. Please. What didn't we think of? Take a nice little bubble bath. What What do you do? I, I, I love that that's <laughs> the one you go to. Take a bubble bath. You know, shout out to one of our friends, Kelly Skaggs. Woo woo. Um, Kelly she, taking bubble baths? Yeah. She's been doing like magnesium iodine. I don't know, Kelly, what are you doing? Remind me because she was going to give me some salt, Epsom salt. Oh, okay. That's what she's been doing. And she said, it's been a game changer. It's like, so, Hey, bring your aromatherapy, bring your Epsom salts with you, bring your oils with you. Let us know how you take care of yourself because I think it's something we can all benefit from. So you can do that on Facebook, Wine and Shine podcast, Instagram at Wine and Shine podcast. We have, of course, our website and our blog. We already have a self-care kind of feature for this month, but we're certainly going to write more about, you know, the struggles of the holiday season. I'm sure that's wineandshinepodcast.com. You can also find, as we mentioned on our last episode, our new Get Glammed section featuring Alicia P. Hicks of Glammed by Alicia P. Hicks. So um, make sure you check that out while you're there. Lots of new stuff coming on the blog Mm -hmm. for you. So yeah, feel free to go check it out. Shoot us an email to wineandshinepodcast.gmail.com. Any questions you have, uh, we're certainly open to sharing all of your ideas for self-care with our social media networks because we think everyone will definitely benefit from your insight and feedback. Of course. Well, that's it for now. I hope you all have a great holiday season and you stay healthy and relaxed and um, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye.